Titans beat. It's been a minute. We've had a lot of moving pieces on our end. So um, glad to have uh, Albert Hainsworth here with me today. Um, we've also got Trey Wynn. Joe Lemming could not make it today, but he will be back on our next episode for sure. So um, what's up, guys? How are y'all doing? Doing well. Surviving the snow and getting through all this stuff. Just enjoying it. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I've been taking care of animals. You know, I got a, we got a new addition. Aiden, Aiden I did not know that. Yeah, um, we got a bearded dragon, a dragon named Jack. I did Jack. see that on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. so fun. Yep. And that's you said that's Aiden's dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Supposedly, how yes. fun? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, it's been a little bit since we've all hopped on and talked to each other about Titans football, and we're sitting here. It's the Wednesday before our divisional game on Saturday, and um, I'm excited. I'm a little getting nervous because I always get nervous when the Titans are playing. I think every Titans fan does. You got a cardiologist on speed dial ready to go, but um, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to this week for a lot of reasons, but guys, give me your initial thoughts. Give me reflection on the season. I mean, it's been about a week and a half since we went and won the number one seed in Houston, and um, you know we're sitting in a good spot, but right now, to me, regular season doesn't matter anymore. It's all about you know win, baby. That's all we got. So, yeah, for me, I think uh, I'm not I'm not quite nervous. I know this team is uh, is hot. I think the difference for a team like the Titans, which I think Titans fans in general have gotten used to the fact that we've been, I think, what, four years straight, we've gone to the playoffs or you know, four years having a winning record. And you know, obviously, playoffs are a very common thing. So I think Rabel and his staff will be the difference as far as what we can scheme up and um I think a young team, especially I know Burroughs, we were talking prior to recording how, how good he should be over the next five years. But Zach Taylor as a head coach, you know, on the road, you know, got some depleted defensive linemen and things like that, which we can talk about. But I'm I'm pretty optimistic, to be honest. I like that. Albert, what about you? I'm nervous as hell, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the last time we was in this situation, that's, that's my – my last year with the Titans, so yeah, like being yeah. number one seed and 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 um, you know having a, a good team, and then you know just uh, the thing that's happened with us, you know, of course, uh, Chris Johnson got hurt, so that knocked our offense completely out because he was a lot of our offense or most of our offense, and then yeah, so I am uh, nervous, you know, I, like, yeah, everybody's saying that uh, Derek Henry is back, but, you know, how well hasn't taken contact in, what, uh, over two months, almost two and a half yeah. months, 
you know, mm-hmm. like how how rusty is he going to be? You know, I mean, yeah, he's still, of course, a forcing to be reckoned with. But, um, you know, everybody's saying, oh, he's rested. He's ready to go. He's like, he's not rested. You know, he was rehab, so he's not even 100 percent, right. which nobody in the NFL is 100 percent. So it's, it's just interesting just to see how they come out and play. And then you're facing this young gunslinger, which I said before we started recording, um, a guy that could be the next Tom Brady, which is, is, is you know, I know that's a, a huge, huge compliment, which, you know, it is and possibly impossible. But, like, that's what he looks like. You know, for me, watching him in college, you know, playing the LSU and how he dominated to his first year all the way up until he got hurt, you know, last year and then this year having a full season and what he's doing. And these guys are probably having an average team. So I am extremely nervous for the Titans to think that we might take these guys lightly and they are not to be, you know, taken lightly. Yeah, I agree. That's Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to ask. I, I, I want to specifically know, obviously, like you were just saying, your last year with the Titans having that frown, I guess, bye. Is there a, I mean, having the weekend off for wildcard weekend, are you concerned about them having that downtime to get out of the rhythm of a full game week, obviously, the physical contact? Or does that more so help a team just to obviously rest? You know, they can study up more, do whatever they need. I've always been concerned that, that, I guess the, the break of rhythm in a season to get into the playoffs, a lot of times you see number one seeds or higher seeds have that, and then all of a sudden they drop off completely from what they've kind of – from the momentum that they've carried into the, the postseason. No, I don't think – like like in 2008, we didn't lose the momentum because our defense still played great. But just when, when Chris Johnson got hurt, you know, our rookie who was like, you know, I don't know how many yards he had that 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 year but i mean it had to be like 13 1400 or something you know something yeah. of that nature he's a it was a very big part of our offense um and then to lose him and for us to hold a team to 13 points and all we could do is score 10 <laughs> you know i mean yeah. it's not it's not about that but i just don't want them to be lax because i mean we saw yeah. how they came out and the pre, you know, the preseason or regular season began, and it took them a while to to get going. And then now, like, oh, Derek Henry is back, so everybody can kind of relax. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I hope they don't feel like they can just relax. Like they need to start, you know, play up to what they was playing when he was out. You know, right? Not I just, agree. Not just put it all on him. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, what I'm hoping is happening, and what I'm hoping is the conversation in the locker room, or at least like, you know, when they got an inkling that he's going to be back for the playoffs. Cause I think we talked about this when he got hurt. What I wanted that conversation to be was all the captains saying, all right, y'all, we got a ball. Like Derek's out. Cool. We're still all professional football players. Let's go out and do the damn thing. And we beat the hell out of the Rams. So what I hope is happening is that they're like, all right, it's Derek's first game back. And it's going to be in Nissan. It's going to be loud. I'm going to be there. I can't wait. But Hopefully they're all staying focused on the goal because everybody's looking at us, not necessarily like all eyes on us, like to win, but I think it's more of, okay, are the Titans going to fumble the bag because Derek's back? Or is Derek going to come back 100%, which we all know that nobody can really come back 100% doing such a quick rehab. But if I trust anybody to really listen to his body and like 
be in a better place than most. I do trust him to take care of himself. Um, and I'll be interested to see how many carries he gets. I'll be interested to see how he comes out. Because today in the press conference, they were asking him, you know, have you thought about what it's going to be like to take your first hit? And, of course, he says, no, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about going and winning the football game because that's the right answer. But you just wonder what's going through his head because I know I didn't obviously play any professional sports, but in college when I got hurt the first time I went back off of a back injury, I mean, I, I couldn't focus for a little bit because I was so nervous to hurt my back again. So I just hope that that has been rehabbed as well, the mental aspect of an injury, but you never know until you get back out there. So, Albert, if you have any comments yeah. on that, I'd be interested. Um, but that that's what I'm more concerned about is his mental more than his physical. Honestly, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I got hurt to see like, uh, yeah, that last year, 2008, I actually tore, tore part of my hamstring and I didn't practice. I mean, I, I was out like, I think two, two or three games or something. And, um, and then I, pra- you know, of course, then, like when I came back, I didn't practice at all. I just played. And then right. the next week, the same thing. I didn't practice at all. I was doing rehab because, like, it was every time I'd play, it, it would freaking, like, balloon up. So, like, a big, like, a watermelon in the back of my leg. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but then uh, I just I just never thought about it, to be honest. I just went out there and played. You know, you go until you can't go no more. You know, if it, yeah. freaking, if it, mm-hmm. if it popped, then it popped, and then you're done. But, like, I'll just – I'm just gonna keep going, and um, you know, so they didn't want. They knew I was I was like that, so they didn't want me to practice because I, you know, I practice hard too. Right. So they just wanted me to, you know, relax, ice it, you know, do the little stretches or whatever, you know, try to get it back. But on game day, we go. So I was always like, I guess so that questionable or or uh, you know, what is like doubtful. Like I was always that, but you know, mm-hmm. because I went practice all week, you know, like not right. even on Friday when it's just an easy practice. Still went practice, right? So that's probably the difference between a professional athlete and like a collegiate athlete. Because I never took that next step. So for me, that mental is probably a, a block where hopefully a lot of these guys and hopefully Derrick Henry is looking at it the way that you played and just you know, get out there and play, get out there and do what he can do, but. You made a comment about the all the Titans fans buying into the it's the 22nd day of the year of 2022. It's been 22 years since the Titans have been to the Super Bowl. Like the the 2-2 is just everywhere. And um, I don't know. I, I, of course, it's professional football. There's no way that there's actually a, a correlation. But, man, I tell you what, if that man pops up for 222 yards, I'm giving you a phone call. <laughs> Hey, that's fine. That's fine. I I mean, I hope he does get 222, maybe 322. I don't care. Get as much as he possibly can, but then we got to more likely going to be Kansas City. Well, you know, that Kansas City team that we faced in the beginning of the year is not the Kansas City team that's playing ball right now. So I mean, right. we we just get, like this is like this is a this is the hardest um, route I think to the Super Bowl uh, in my eyes that even harder than what we had like we should have beat the Raiders uh, the I mean the Ravens 
uh, you know, I mean, you know, who we should have, you know, all those guys and stuff like that. We should have won those games, won those games. It would have been easy. Like whoever would have played for the Super Bowl, we should have been, we should have definitely, we had the team to beat. If CJ was held, we had the team to beat anybody that played 2008 season. Like we, we should have been a Super Bowl champs, you know. Um, but uh, this one, this, this Titans team, 2022 or 2021-22 season Titans, man, I mean, they got this young gunslinger that is, you know, me, I, I think going like definitely top six, seven quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he doesn't have the respect yet from people, but I see it. And, yeah. and you know, and, and then uh, fire – you know, receivers and all this stuff. Then, and then next you got, you know, uh, possibly Kansas City. I mean, I'm just saying, like. It's a hard road. It's a hard road. Then you make it to the big show. You got great NFC teams, you know. Yep. And I don't want to jump ahead, but everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is our year. This is our year. Like, I don't want us to be looking like I don't want Stephen A having everybody on them camera. <laughs> and shit you know what i'm saying like you know just crying some 40 something year old guy over here just bending over the fence just balling you know like don't don't be that you know what i mean let's just take it one game at a time don't put any kind of hype on this shit just like just let's just watch the game cheer them on and don't be all heartbroken because this is a this is a very hard road here it's a it very is. hard road so it really is and i I'm glad and don't you said put that. it on 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 the king either. Don't put it on D. No. Put it on him. No, I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of questions I've gotten. I was in uh, Twitter Spaces all day yesterday talking to Bengals fans. I was in a Bengals space for a little bit, and then I opened my own. We had probably you know 50 or 60 people in there talking and listening. It was really fun, but a lot of questions that we got were the same. And, and one of the common ones was, if you guys lose to the Bengals or you lose in the AFC Championship, is it a is a wasted year. And to me, it's not because of what you just said. We have a very hard road to make it to the Super Bowl. And then you make it to the Super Bowl. The NFC is so top heavy. Um, like the Rams are hot right now. So there's there's so much competition that as long as we go out and play good football, we have pretty much the same roster next year. Um, we have the time to make the adjustments on the O-line or in the secondary or whatever to address the issues we have tied in. Um to go make another run at it because we have Julio for another year. We've got Bud for four. We've got Danico for three or four. Like a lot of these guys are going to be here for a long time and we're not going to let AJ Brown or Jeffrey Simmons or any of those guys go anywhere either. So I, I'm like, I have high expectations. No, I have high hopes, managed expectations, if that makes sense. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic just for the offense, even with Henry having been out and going six and three, since October, uh, I guess end of October, but for them to be able to do what they did last week with Tannehill putting up some numbers, of course the defense letting the Texans, or two weeks ago, letting the Texans kind of creep back in. I feel like if, if they can maintain, and I think I saw a crazy stat that for 12% of the snaps this year, only, only 12% we've seen AJ, Julio, and Henry on the field together. So if they can get everybody back, and like we've said, if Henry's limited, um 
you know, they still have the experience of the last, you know, nine, you know, eight or nine games to really go out there and show what they can do offensively. And I'm hoping, and I was, I was encouraged by Tannehill's quote today of him saying, whether or not Henry walks out there, we have to execute. And it's, yeah. I'm, I, that's where I kind of feel like Vrabel is going to be the difference in a game like this. You know, he's, he's obviously been through it several times. Um, postseason can get those young players like the, you know, I'm thinking of Amani Hooker, uh, Elijah Molden, just to kind of keep their composure. And uh, yeah, I'm optimistic. And I agree, Albert, like you were saying, it's, it's a, it is the hardest road and everybody's coming for you. And whether people say that the Titans are a valid number one seed or not, we're going to get, we're going to get swung on. And if we can duck and, you know, do our thing and just be ourselves, that's where I'm kind of hoping that uh, Vrabel can keep the guys in, in check emotionally. Yeah, I agree. And something I wanted to add really quick, because you said we've only had 12% of snaps where those three guys have been out there. Our y- average yards per snap with them out there, yards per play, seven yards when they're all out there. That's wow. a lot. Like, that, that, that's crazy. So I think the average or like the top offense um, this year, I can't remember who it was exactly, but at their peak, they were averaging like 5.9 yards per play, mm-hmm. which is also a great number. I mean, so the fact that we were at seven when we had all, I think it was 7.2 when we had all three of them out there. So that's pretty substantial. But, that, baby. Let's go. Right. Let's make sure they can do it on Saturday. But I want to transition over to actually a comment that I saw uh, Blaine Bishop make. And I want to get both your thoughts on this because I, I liked this comment. Um, we've sat here and talked a lot about Joe Burrow, who I, I, I'm not going to lie, y'all. Like when I'm not rooting for the Titans, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. Even if he played at, you know, one of my least favorite teams, I really like him as a player. I think he's electric. I think he brings a lot to the table. And he's just a likable guy at the end of the day, too. He just seems like fun. Um We've talked about the talent on that side of the ball. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They've got um, Joe Mixon, who did finish second in the NFL in rushing. Granted, Derrick Henry was out. And granted, nobody even touched what Derrick Henry can usually do. But, he, I mean, he was a top three running back um, this year. So, they've got talent on that side of the ball. But Blaine Bishop made a comment. He said, I'll take team over talent every day. I think that goes into what you were saying about Mike Rabel. But what do you guys think about that? Because you know how I feel about our team. You know how I feel, especially about our front four and our front seven with the addition of Zach Cunningham um, several weeks ago. So um, our defense, to me, is a really strong unit that might not match up great individually against the talent. But I think the unit is there. And that's what I'm excited to see because it's all going to be schematics. What What do they do? What are we disguising? What are we showing? All that good stuff. Um, and then, honestly, the way that the Bengals run their defense, they traditionally run a four-two-five. Now, if Derrick Henry is pounding it down your throat, you're going to look like an idiot in a four-two-five. So, <laughs> in my opinion. So, um, what do y'all think about that comment about team over talent, um, especially when you've got those electric young guys on the other side of the ball? Uh, me, I, you know. Uh... I mean, I, I love Blaine, and I, I get what he's saying, but how don't we know – how we don't know that they don't play team ball? You know, I mean, they could play team ball the same way, and they uh, – I mean, if you line our guys up, you know, um, I mean, I know Joe would probably uh, want to shoot me, but no, don't do it. <laughs> I would take I would take Burroughs over Tannehill, you know. And Joe would too. I, Joe would too. Yeah, and you know, 
Um, I would take. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, you know, they're receivers. Like I love AJ. If I could have AJ as my, you know, either second or third or whatever with between those guys, like could be good. But like Julio, Julio's getting older. You know what I mean? So he, a, a young Julio and AJ Brown, I'm going to take those all day long. But what our two receiving cores are theirs. I mean, they, they got the upper end on this. So like, and, and to me, like they act like they, to me, they like they have fun. Like when they're playing yeah. football, they are having fun. It doesn't look like an individual sport. Like you could see teams that uh, have that kind of uh, individualized type deals. You know, some guy want to do his whole celebration. You know, guys try to come up and you know give him high fives and all that stuff like that. And and you know they kind of like you know try to get him away to get in front of the camera to do stuff. I don't see that with the Bengals. You know, I don't right. see that with the Titans either. So I, I think, you know, like they might have a little edge on us. No, yeah, we do. We're Tennessee tough and we're going to, I mean, we're, we're like, I mean, when you, uh, when Trace was talking about like ducking or who was talking about like ducking and, and, and that was Trey. And, yeah. And, and blowing, and blowing up the like punches, like, no, we're, we're, we're Rocky. <laughs> like yeah. we absorb all the punches and we keep yeah. throwing, you know, we, we absorb, we get shit beat out of us, but then we keep throwing and then some way we can just knock them out. So, you know, that's, that's what we got to do. And we got to, we got to continue to fight to them for 60 minutes. Can't stop. Got to keep going. It's going to be an up and down game. It ain't going to be, I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. It's going to be a close game and everybody just make sure you got your cardiologist on speed dial. Because we don't know which way to go. Hopefully, you know it's going our way, but that's what it's going to be. So, um, I mean, I'm just excited. And like I tell you, I'm also super nervous and all that stuff too. So, you know, that's that's kind of yeah. what I'm 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 used to. Just a lot of energy. <laughs> what about you, Trey? Yeah, like like I need an anxiety medicine or something. You know, <laughs> hell, I'm not even playing. Like, hey, just you know? just roll one, just roll one, Albert. It'll help. <laughs> So I uh, I probably did this is a rare thing for me, uh, a rare thing for me, but I probably agree with what Blaine is saying for the sake of if they try to shut down and if it's a Julio or a AJ or one guy in particular, and obviously now that Henry's coming back, offensively they've got the weapons. And even if a guy like Ferkser can catch and he can actually, you know, get those Jack Doyle style, you know, conversions on third and short or whatever it is. Um, but even defensively, I mean, if, if the front seven for the Titans is able to get after Burrow and they have to shift and rely more on Nixon, um, you know, and who knows? I mean, you know, first time for the Bengals and God knows how long since they've made the play or I guess had, had a playoff win. Um, 31 I mean, years. The inex- yeah, the inexperience, there's one of those things that who knows how they'll respond. Who knows how either one of them, you know, either team is going to respond. But I think the – if they can play Titan ball, play as a unit, you know, and execute everything, especially defensively. I know we're, we're praising Burrow, and I think he's, I think he is, you know, like I tweeted out earlier this last week that he could be MVP in the next five years. If he gets shell shocked, you know, you just never know how it's going to go. But um, right, I'm I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident, and especially if the Titans defense can maintain what they've been doing for the last, you know, yeah. five to six weeks. That's where. You know, aside from the last week with the Texans, um, I, yeah, I, I feel good about it. Even and I'll still have my cardiologist on on Spidel because if Randy <laughs> Bullock gets up there and it is a close game, 
I think the entire Titans fan base is going to have a heart attack if he if he misses that, and God knows what happens right. there, you know. Right, and so. I mean it's a kind of a revenge game for him too because he was in Cincinnati, and um, some Cincinnati fans were telling me they're like, "Man, we we hate that he's making all these field goals for you guys." Because he damn sure wasn't doing it for us. <laughs> but, oh, um, we had the same experience with so many guys with what Santos and you know Greg Joseph right, going other places right. and actually they, having. They don't get my sympathy. So. They don't get my sympathy yeah, at all. One thing I want to point sure. out about our defense, um, because a comparison I was seeing a lot on Twitter was you know the Bengals fans were like, "Well, you're discounting our defense. You're not giving them their credit." Da da da. Like all you're talking about is your defense and what they can do to stop us. Which against passing, we're not the best. We're more of a run stop defense. You know this. But in points allowed, which at the end of the day is the most important metric, in my opinion, because that's how you win fucking football games. Um, for 2021, Tennessee allowed 20.8 points per game, which was six in the NFL. For the last three games, we've allowed 15 per game, which is second in the NFL. So that is what I'm excited about because everybody can talk about, oh, you guys have one of the worst passing defenses. We do. Because we allow so many yards. we I think we're like the 25th or 26th in passing yards allowed. But you don't score. You get stopped. And you got to kick a field goal. And as long as we're stopping you and making you kick a field goal, I trust. I do trust and believe that Derek or AJ or somebody is going to have one of those electric touchdowns. And the thing about this, too, y'all, last year, yeah, we got to host a playoff game. And I was there. And it sucked because we were losing to Baltimore. And there was nobody there because of COVID. I mean, it was just a horrible, horrible experience. Um, this year, it's going to be packed. And it's Derek's first game back in Nissan. We're hosting the divisional game with the number one seed. I just – I feel like crowd energy is going to be really important. I don't know how many Bengals fans are coming. Um, I know I saw Ocho Cinco had said that he's down to buy out all the remaining seats to put Bengals fans in them. But I'll be sitting on the visitor side, too, running my mouth the whole game. <laughs> But I'm excited about that, too, because I think our guys – I went to Houston, and listening to our guys talk about what an experience that was to have Titans fans travel again, because we probably haven't done that since Albert played, really, traveled the way that, um, you know, we did for that game. And we we took over in our Jeep. Granted, it's Houston. But you know what I mean? Like, so I think our fans are ready. Our fans are hungry. And um, the guys do feed off of that. You can see it when – uh Mm-hmm. When there's a, a a big pop, you know, then they're all excited too. So, um, Albert, I don't know if you want to speak on that at all because you're the only one that has experience in that. Uh, we're losing you, you a little see- bit. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can hear you, Trey. Can you hear? Him? Yep, yep. All right, cool. Um, me, like I said, like I. Love, I always said, love playing football. I don't care if we play in the middle of a parking lot in a Walmart parking lot. You know what I mean? Like, right. nobody around, whatever. But yeah, having a couple dollars. Albert, we're losing you again. Hell. I don't know why. You can't hell. hear me. Can you hear me now? No. Yeah. Freaking Verizon. Know I don't like know what's going on. Come on, Verizon. Look, between Sucks. Titans players, we're going to have Chipotle go out of business, Walgreens, and Verizon now. <laughs> Taking shots. No, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that, Anna, what you were saying about the defense, and this is to, to Albert's point as well of how resilient the defense can be. If we can hang in there 
you know, being that Rocky style boxer and just, just pushing through and not, you know, I think previous teams, some of the teams more recently that were able to make the playoffs might have the talent, but just even mentally, they're not the most resilient team. And it, and it seems like now that, you know, we've had uh, held the change from the last year or I guess 2020's defense to this year's defense, it's pretty night and day. Um, but even now, I mean, I just I think there might be some people that sleep on the Titans. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. But uh, yeah, oh, Albert, yeah, did, did, I think we have you. I think I think you're back. But does it make a, a significant difference being on the field at a home at a home field playoff environment? I know you were saying you don't you don't care if it's Walmart parking yeah. lot or at Nissan. You're gonna do your thing. Yeah, absolutely. Love to be at home. You know, love, love to have your normal routine. You know, your your same hotel room that you come out of, and you go to the stadium. You're driving to the stadium. You got your parking spot. You got you know, you're seeing your, your, your security guys that you always see, your, you know, your, your uh, ambulance guys, like your EMS is, you know, all that stuff. It all matters. You got your, your same locker room and all that. Yeah. That, that definitely, definitely matters. I mean, that's uh totally important, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's the routine of it, the comfortability of it. And then just knowing that 70,000 people in there, most of them have your back, which is, I'm sure, a really cool feeling. I, I can't even begin to fathom that. But something I, I want to touch on as well, um, because some of the shit talking I heard from, of course, from Cincinnati fans, which, y'all, I liked Cincinnati fans until yesterday. <laughs> then they were getting on my nerves. I was like, fuck them. Throw them in there with Steelers fans, Ravens fans, all of them. Fuck them all. But, well, you know, um, they've, been, they've been holding that shit for 31 years. So Right. Mm -hmm. I literally, I hopped in a space yesterday, and the guy, like, started talking down to me like I didn't know what I was talking about. And he was like, okay, you can say something now. I said, I'm going to need you to act like you've been somewhere before. But clearly you haven't, because if you're under 31, you've never seen this before. And he just, he couldn't say anything. And then I left. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but they were all talking about, you know, we have a winning culture, right? Cincinnati has a winning culture. First of all, not yet. Y'all, you're building it. Huh? I do believe that. They were like, we have a winning culture. We know how to win football games, blah, blah, blah. Explain to me how you lost to the Browns twice. They also lost to the Jets. Um, they lost to the Chargers. But the game I want to talk about is the 49ers. Because to me, the 49ers have a similar offense to us. And that game was a close one, but they lost 26 to 23. Um, so something they talked a lot about was they're not good at stopping tight ends. So hopefully, you know, Anthony Ferkster can pop off this weekend. Um, they're more, you know, secondary heavy rather than, especially right now with their injuries, front heavy on defense. But yeah, that, that was a funny comment to me. They were like, you guys need to learn about winning culture. And I was like, I, I need you to check the record and then talk to me about winning culture. My guy, like, you're the you're not the one seed. It's us. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, you oh, you new Bengal fans. <laughs> right. You know, it's good. like you're, you're so cute. Yeah, no, you see, you got two. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, you know, like get the hell out of here. What? <laughs> I can't even believe that. It was wild. It was a wild conversation. Um, I, I don't. I'm not even gonna say who this guy reminded me of, but if you pay attention to people I argue with on Twitter, you you know it's one of our friends from up up north. Um, that's who this guy reminded me of, but, um, <laughs> now Trey, what do you think about that? I mean, just the smack talk to me, I, I think the reason I was bothered is because I'm like mad respectful of Cincinnati. I'm more respectful of that football team than I am probably any other football team in the NFL. Like I'm disrespectful as hell 
but I give Cincinnati their credit. So it's like, why are y'all coming at us when we're like the same football team? They don't know how to handle the pressure. I mean, the, the emotional excitement, and I'll go on record just saying, I talk so much shit to Ohio State fans, can't stand them, but those same fans are obviously Bengals fans, and one of my best friends from college is a huge Bengals fan. Um, so we were just having a little little conversation about it and kept it civil, but I mean, I think I think a young team, yeah, it takes time to build a culture of winning. And obviously, Zach Taylor, yeah. I felt when I, when he when he got hired by the Bengals, um, you know, their stock went up because he's that type of coach. But it does take time. It does take the experience, especially going on the road. Um, whether yep. it's on Twitter, <laughs> you know, we're just talking shit. It doesn't matter <laughs> until you li- until you line it up and you play because, I mean. I know that this. I know the Bengals team is not probably sleeping on guys like Big Jeff and the Nico, and obviously, right. I mean, they can. We've been slept on for so long, and we've had that reputation of, of guys saying we shouldn't even have an, a, a chance. But we keep we keep coming out and breaking hearts, you know. So, Bengals fans, good luck. But well, we uh, we got some culture and experience there too. For sure. Go ahead, Albert. Yeah, the thing that I noticed, and the thing that I noticed also, you guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, the thing that I noticed, it was like at the early, earlier at the beginning of the year, man, like, oh, they're naming all these top five, top six teams. Titans were nowhere in it. I'm just like, man, y'all are sleeping on the Titans. Like, I know we're a small market team. You don't get any pub and stuff like that. But, like, come on. Like, they literally didn't know kind of pub. And then they were right at the beginning of the year. Because I'm like, oh, my God, like I put too much faith in these guys because you had a lot of people coming back. But then once they got through their little stuff, you know, it's not, you know, just, you Losing you a little bit again, Albert. Can you hear me now? It's crazy how the Tennessee Titans don't get any respect whatsoever zero from media zero like i yeah. mean it's just it's sad to be honest it's one of those well, things i remember that... when uh oh, go ahead I, I, I remember when harry douglas made his point at the beginning of the, of the year of how the titans could be you know a sleeper team or a, a, a contender and he got laughed off the stage then when we were winning games, you still had guys like Dan Orlovsky coming out and saying that don't sleep on the Colts, don't sleep on the Colts, then they shit the bed, obviously against the Jaguars. <laughs> and here's the thing that I noticed this week. Uh, Ryan Clark was on ESPN talking about how San Francisco is a real team and they're a solid team, another team that we've beat, you know, and, and, and it was a close game, twenty, you know, 2017. But, yeah, I mean, e- either they can give their respect or we can take it, and that's, that's that would be my preferred – method you know if they want to sleep on us and, and um I, I i don't know that we'll ever get that respect until we win a bowl or two you know just like we got to go out there and prove it versus trying to and i don't know why the colts continue to get that love from the media but i guess people don't like us <laughs> yeah it's that's one thing i'll never understand especially with like they were so excited about carson wentz but we don't even talk about the colts but they were so excited about <laughs> i carson was so wentz. excited about carson wentz I was I was so excited about yeah I was yeah, excited yeah. about Carson Wentz because he's a train wreck he's right. a train wreck I, I was he like really that is. is awesome I was like that's awesome again Carson Wentz we're we're going to be very we're going to be very good we're not going to have to worry about the Colts too much 
Like, I love that. I was excited. That's how I felt too. And then Colts fans were so confident. I was like, y'all don't pay attention, and I love it. I'm here for it. But um, oh, but they jumped they got, ship quick. They jumped ship quick on they on really did. last week. Not not to stay on they, the whole win thing, but yeah, they they, they did not yeah, last. They, yeah, well, I would be upset too. So especially if I bought all into somebody like that. But um, I guess one of the last things I want to talk about, and it's just we don't have to talk about it very long, but um, we had a lot of guys. You were bringing up names that are vital to the success of this team earlier. And um, like I said at the beginning of this, I think what makes us so special is like, yeah, Jeffrey Simmons is really talented. Yeah, Danico Autry is really talented. But like those guys in the front four are really talented. But together they create – they just wreck – everything they are game records of the unit and i love it um same thing with like oh kb to me stands out on his own but he elevates everybody around him as well and that's what makes him such a, a talented player um our wide receiver core was hurt all year but they still managed to make stuff happen like westbrook akina is somebody that i've got a lot of respect for especially after this year and i'm excited to see his career here but let's talk about the fact that we're sitting here 12 and 5 number one seed in the afc going into the playoffs, really not – I think Vegas took a three-and-a-half. They started off as a three-and-a-half uh, favorite, um, which three points mm-hmm. of that is, you know, home field advantage. So, really, they've got this as an even game, which is fine. I, I think it is. But our team, like you said, is consistently slept on. And then our individual players that are incredibly talented are also slept on because the only guys that we had – in the, or the only guy we had in the Pro Bowl is Kevin Byard. The only guys that we had – make a, an all-pro nod, are KB and Jeffrey Simmons. And Jeffrey Simmons was second team, which y'all already know how I feel about that. So, talk, I mean, talk to me about how you guys felt about that, because, Trey, I, I don't think I've had this discussion with you. I mean, I was hot, but I got over it real quick, because, like, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things as long as you go win football games and do what you're supposed to do. But that shit still has to piss you off when, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is, uh, y'all know I just know his number, so it's fine. He's 58 pressures. <laughs> As a defensive tackle, which is number two in the NFL, that is fucking ridiculous. So, yeah. and for him to be second team All Pro, and it's like, and not even make the Pro Bowl when the way the Pro Bowl works, fans vote and fan voting, he was number two behind Aaron Donald. So the other coaches and players had to be the ones to basically disrespect him, which is wild to me. Yeah, because you see him take on triple yeah. teams all the time. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna stop. No, no, I just think, yeah, I think the Pro Bowl voting is kind of, it's kind of a joke just for the sake of, of it, it's almost like Rotten Tomatoes. That movie might suck according to the critics, oh my God. but the fans love, it, you know, whatever whatever movie you want to throw out there. Um, but I, that's got to motivate guys like Big Jeff, Harold Landry, you know, and, and just yeah. for, and, and, and no shot at KB for being the one guy, but obviously there are several guys, and especially not to go back to the Colts, but they had seven pro bowlers or whatnot, and they're sitting at home last weekend and, and going forward. So that's yeah. where it's, it's, you know, not to go back to Blaine's point about team versus player, whatever it is, but this unit, this, this team as a whole that's been constructed, you know, from John Robinson, probably not getting the love he deserves for the sake of the amount of guys they've gone through, through injuries. 91, um, 91 players on the active roster. And Vrabel's finally getting that uh, that coach of the year, you know, kind of publicity he should be. But, yeah, I mean, I think in the years to come, I mean, there's so many good guys on this, young guys on this team that are going to only continue to bud and develop. And, um, I mean, yeah, it, it'll come. But I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what Big Jeff does 
because he always puts that same photo up on his Instagram story of that lion just covered in blood, and it's that same type of mentality. I think he comes with every yep. week. Yep, and whether he shows up on the stat sheet or not, he's there. And um, I, Brian Baldinger has given him a lot of praise this season. It was funny. There was a day that I had tweeted out something. I was like, man, even though he doesn't come up on the, the box score, like if you go back and watch film, Jeff is everywhere. He creates, you know, a lot of the pressure for other people. And then he came out with his little, his Baldy's breakdowns and said almost verbatim exactly what I said. And I was like, bro, can we just be friends? Because we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> but Albert, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like I said, like Tennessee, you got to do some amazing stuff to to get pub here. You know, I mean, um, yeah. you guys can hear me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody can hear me? You're like, oh, okay, y'all yeah. look frozen yeah, on your phone. So I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but no, you got to do amazing stuff. And, you know, just me, uh, like my season, you know, the things that I put together, I, I'm, I'm like – Say 2007 season, I am, uh, you know, two uh, number two, or I'm the runner-up to defensive player uh, uh, of the of the year, NFL, you know, defensive player of the year. And then, okay, all right, come out the next year and have a better season. Yeah, we're losing for just a second. You must be getting a phone call. Can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a phone call. I know you're fine. Hold on. Oh, you can hear me. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, so yeah, that was that was Keith. That was Keith Bullock calling me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, that was yeah. So it was like you know, this you don't get any pub. So you know, the Titans fans can do all they could do, and then the players and the and, and the players and coaches voting. So this is this is what how we voted for. Uh, uh, players. So we just, our coach just said, Hey, here, here are some players and put them on the board. And then it was like, All right, we say this guy, oh, we'll say he is number one. So you got Aaron Donald, definitely going to be number one, uh, because he has the name and, and all he's done. And then, you know, uh, who, who's the number two guy and number three guy that got uh, picked? Cam from Hayward and, um, Buckner, DeForest Buckner. All right, from what, which teams? I don't know. Colts and Steelers, Steelers. Indian Yeah. So okay. So you got not even the Colts. The Colts are still really riding off of, of Peyton and Andrew Lux stuff where they get the pub and all that. But uh, I mean, you know, it's just like we don't get any pub. Like I don't know if they yeah. don't, you know, they don't like Amy or or what. But like the Titans don't get any pub, and we don't get any respect. So you got. Do some absolutely amazing to get any pup, you know. So yeah. that's what's going to have to happen. Jeff's going to have to do some amazing stuff, and then he will jump from from not being on the Pro Bowl to like the number one pick for Pro Bowl or or num- you know number two or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's how it is. Like yeah. Tennessee doesn't get any pup. We're small market, so they kind of overlook us unless you're doing a bunch of things and getting some things that's thrown on ESPN, unlike other teams where they can make us half-ass play and they're like, you know, on the top 10 list of, of, of play. So, I mean, right. we just gotta, you just got to not look at it that way, you know, um, because, I mean, same thing. I should have had probably like three, you know, three Pro Bowls myself, but, you know, I didn't. Right. I had to do a bomb. A, a 
above and beyond to get mentioned. So same thing yeah. with Jeff is going to be the same way. So let's yep. not even yeah. worry about that. Huh? I yeah, thought I knew you'd kill him on that. Yeah. Just can't worry about it. Just freaking go out there and play a game. Hey, you're playing. They're not. You're earning more than that freaking 30,000 or $20,000 that you get for the pro bowl. You're getting, you know, bigger checks in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> so right. forget about that, you know, and, and then like the Titans, they'll know uh, when it comes to the, the contract time. Now the new Titans that I see, not, not my old ones I used to play, but the new Titans, <laughs> they give money. And so that, that would be great. That would be great for him that he'll get rewarded for that. And other yeah. teams will say this, you know, do the same thing because they'll see how he affects uh, teams and players. Absolutely. I, I think just even this year on the field, he's gotten a tremendous amount of respect. Now, what what we've heard is that he's one of the biggest shit talkers in the league. So that might play a little bit into how people view him as well. But I mean, it is what it is. If you're that good, if you're taking on a triple team on a regular basis and a, a double team almost every play, I think you, you've earned the right to talk as much shit as you want to. But um, uh, I, I wouldn't do it. From, I wouldn't do it. I didn't do, do it. it. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't talk at all. I didn't say that one, actually, one that word. shocks me now knowing you. That shocks me a little bit. But I can also see you just lining up and playing. But everybody's yeah, different. I, just, I like didn't have to talk. I'm just going to dominate you, right. and that does enough right. work. So everybody was right. like, "You that respect," you know? Yeah, I love that. So yeah, he that. maybe that's something when he gets a little bit older, he'll level yeah, out he'll... on that. But I, honestly, I don't see it. <laughs> But yeah, because I, you guys, they, to, these are the guys that's voting for you. These are the guys that's voting for him. Right, right. So they don't like him, and they really they think he's like him. a yeah. super asshole. You know, right? They ain't, ain't gonna vote for you. So mm-hmm. after having some conversations with people that went to school with him and and some other people that are close to him, it's interesting to hear just like how much he loves being in Tennessee, and be, like if you look at his college career, he went to Mississippi State. Um, he's, he was born in Louisiana, but I think he grew up in Mississippi. Um, he had opportunities to go to Ole Miss, go to, um, Alabama, go to, you know, schools that were a bigger deal than Mississippi state. And he chose to go to state because a, he's close to family, but B, you know, he likes being on teams that are an underdog. And, um, there's one person I was talking to that said he loves being in Tennessee because the fans love him. So he's all here for that. But um, just going into games, being an underdog on a regular basis, they said he just thrives off that, which you can see it. So I love it. I, he's somebody, obviously, I'm excited to watch him play every game day. Y'all know this. But I'm really excited to see what he does on Saturday because I think he's going to – I think Joe Burrow is going to feel him a little bit. I, I do think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, think, I think the front seven is going to go off. Yep. Me too. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to do score predictions? I always throw it out as an option for you. I hate score predictions. The over-under is 47. The line is three and a half. If any of that matters to you. It's going to be fucking close. It's going to be a field goal. It's going to be fucking close. I won't be surprised if the Titans win by 10, maybe 13. Just I think I do think the home crowd, I think it'll be one of those things that I mean, if you remember the Bills game, I know Anna, you were there. I'm sure Albert. I'm, I'm not sure if you were there. I think we were trying to meet up in at the at the at the game, but yeah, just how loud it was on TV. People were tweeting about it, and then even too, um, you know, I think once the Titans get rolling and if they're able to play their game, I think that you know nothing can really 
nothing can really slow him down. I just think Burrow, that, it'll be really interesting. Obviously, he has the experience at the collegiate level of going out in championship games and performing well. But this is the league. I mean, and especially, uh, yeah, 70,000 strong. And, and I know several people who will be there. Um, but it'll be one of those things that if they can overcome that, and if, they, and if it, it is close, God, just please don't let it come down to a kick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody will be like. <laughs> well, let it come down to, to a kick for them, not for us. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we can't either. handle that kind of stuff. I need it to be like, because their kicker's good. He's hit several outside the 50, so I'm going to need it to be like Ooh. a 70-yard kick. You feel me? So, right. no, let's just win by a touchdown. Let's have the ball last. Let's take that victory lineup, you know? <laughs> I w- that's what I want. Let's uh, win Tennessee fashion, a close Tennessee game. Yep, everybody yeah. heart attack and ready to get drunk as hell on Broadway right after. But um, that's right, that's wanted, right. <laughs> wanted to plug one thing. Um, the Titans are hosting – they're calling it a pep rally, which I really wish they would have called it something else. But the Titans are hosting an event on Friday night, um, 6th and Peabody, which is like the old smoky moonshine distillery. Um, I think I'm going to be there. And a lot of people are going to be there. It should be a lot of fun. And then there's several really good tailgates going on before the game on Saturday. I'll be making my rounds. A lot of people that listen actually stopped me in Houston to say, hey, which was weird. I've never experienced that before in my life. But, You're um, a star. I, I know. I was standing next to Ryan Mouton. <laughs> and they, I had somebody walk up. They're like, oh, my God, Anna, can we get a picture with you? I was like, do you not want a picture with Ryan? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but, awesome. you know, it's cool. I Definitely, if come say hey, it's, it's, it's neat. But. I'll be making my way around all the tailgates on Saturday. And if you see me at the game, don't hold me responsible for anything I say, because I'm going to be off my ass. But <laughs> <laughs> tighten up, y'all. Let's go win. Let's host an AFC championship game. And, you know, just one step close to the Super Bowl. That's right. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.